Hello, all you Lasso fans. This is Peanut Butter and Biscuits, your Ted Lasso fan cast from NPR Illinois. And I am your host, Craig McFarland. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Jeremy Geckner. What is up, everyone? It is a happy day because two of our great loves have combined video games and Ted Lasso. Woo! You know what's going to bring podcast hosts running back to a microphone quicker than anything? That's the announcement that your favorite team from your favorite TV show (laughs) is going to be in a video game. And you better believe that we were struggling for that season three content that as soon as this came out, we came running to our microphones. And that's why we wanted to make sure we got this out to you as soon as possible. That is right. We got the announcement today from FIFA 23 from EA Sports that Ted Lasso and AFC Richmond will be joining us along. Along with our journey yeah. in FIFA 23, which is going to come out next week, Jeremy. Next week. I, okay. So here's my real question. Is this like a pseudo like prequel to season three? Because that's my conspiracy theory here. An original story written by Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt that you can play to get you that in between. Because remember, we jumped so many times at the end of season two. Maybe this is like all that in between stuff because, you know, soccer does not have an off season, guys. So I think this is a secret prequel to season three that's my conspiracy theory you might not be wrong because we had some epic time jumps at the end of that season two finale <laughs> really that, that was lord of the rings on, lord of the rings United. on crack man <laughs> if i remember right because if you can believe it it's almost been an entire year oh. since the airing of season two and and maybe we can conjecture about that here in just a second but before we do let's dive into this so i i am a gamer i you know i'm a gamer in the sense that i like the way games look. I like to play them <laughs> for at least a few minutes. Um, and, and I usually set them aside, but I'll tell you, there's something about sports games that is really a draw to me because someone that has kind of a busy life with this whole podcasting thing, but then also, you know, being a dad and working, I like to be able to kind of jump onto something and then just be able to play it for a few minutes. And that's sort of what you get out of these games. So this is something that is really appealing to me. Now I will say I did. Um, we had some questions in our peanut butter and biscuits, Facebook, group about whether or not this was going to be on the switch i've been doing some research and i see that they are bringing what's called fifa 23 legacy to the switch which is just going to be essentially fifa 22 with some updated visuals so my assumption is that i need to go out and buy either an old gen system or a next gen system to be able to play this and apparently ps5s they still can't find them anywhere so i don't know what to do here jeremy I don't know. I, you know, I'm an Xbox uh, One guy uh, myself, so I don't know. Maybe I have to trade in my uh, live membership here, or, or am I? Or am I? No, alone? you're good. Uh, Xbox One is getting Woo! FIFA 23, so you can have this. You can play along with it. They announced that it's going to be coming to uh, the next gen Xbox system. Sorry, don't have it, so I don't remember the name of it. I do remember the PS5. Uh, it is coming to the Xbox One, and then also the PS4, and then again that Legacy Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. But yeah. I'm just really excited about this. And so are a lot of the cast. So it's it came out with this press release and they had some really cool quotes in there from people. Uh, the man himself, uh, Jason Sudeikis said, I'm truly fortunate and deeply grateful to have all these special moments in my career thus far. And I consider this experience among the best of them. And we know that they are all big fans of this game. We, we've talked to a lot of the cast members. Yeah. We talked to Cola and we talked to Mo and we talked to all those guys about playing FIFA during the pandemic and how 
they would talk show. They would talk shop yeah, during those right. games. Trying to and, get secrets. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's just so them. cool that they get this opportunity to be able to, to go into that. And uh, actually in this press release, again, lots of really cool quotes along from the cast members. Our own Jamie Tart, Phil Dunster mentioned that he basically had an addiction to playing FIFA 99. And so it's got to be really cool for them to have this sort of otherworldly experience. They're now going to be in this virtual setting. I've seen all the cast members. I saw Cola posting uh, what Isaac McAdoo is going to look like on the game on his Twitter feed. They're just all blowing this up. And it just comes along with that awesome cast that we love, right? Mm -hmm. And now we get to see them in this form, but it's also really cool for them, honestly. Yeah. And I, you know, what probably one of my favorite parts about this is that like, I'm very sorry for all the other teams in FIFA, but like none of you are getting played uh, by any players anymore. It's all going to be AFC Richmond. Um, but yeah. And, you know, like I loved uh, the teaser image that they released yesterday too, because if you've never seen how they like film actors for video games, um, I hope that you guys can go on Twitter or somewhere to find it because they literally surround you with like 20 to 25 like really expensive dslr cameras and shoot you from like every possible conceivable angle just doing stuff like just talking or you know waving or clapping or something like that and so i gotta say just from the gameplay trailer alone that we got um it looks fantastic they even got some of like the mannerisms i went and did this in this short amount of time i looked at the kick that phil dunster the Jimmy <laughs> does from the half line all right from the signal and that <laughs> kick is exactly the same in this trailer they went so deep with this i need to know what jamie's striking ability is i need to know how fast danny rojas is and i need to know the toughness rating on roy kent because it's got to be off the charts well, and I have to tell you, I know that FIFA has come under some criticism in recent years because they really are just kind of very very similar games from year to year, but this yeah. is going to bring in a whole different audience. I mean, this excites a whole different group of people. So it totally makes sense. It checks out why FIFA would want to do this and why they'd want to go this way to try to sell some games, especially for EA, right? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, you're always trying to expand it. And plus, if I'm being honest with you, like, I am in the exact same video game lane as you. I love to play RPGs uh, when I have some time. Um, but when do you have time, sir? Yeah, I never do. So um, I do I do have this handy, nifty, div, uh, handy, nifty little uh, controller that I can, like, hook up to my phone and I can play Xbox whenever I want. But there is, like, you know, aside from the RPGs that I barely get to play, Sports games are what I love. And when I was growing up, it was FIFA. I, we would sit, I would sit in the basement with my uncles uh, who are only like a few years older than me. Don't think about it. Um, but So we would just sit down in the basement and literally play each other in FIFA like for hours and hours and hours. And so like soccer, that's really what kind of fostered my love of soccer before, you know, Ted Lasso. I hope a lot of people have come to that. So the fact that like, yes, the FIFA games continue to kind of they don't really improve a ton from the next gen to the next gen, but they still keep that spirit of just like, there's nothing quite like playing a soccer game. Um, you know, you just have so much stuff that you get to keep track of. And it really does give you this feel of being there on the field with it. So I am so excited to play our, my new favorite team. Sorry, Tottenham. I'm going to be playing AFC Richmond in this game. I very, I feel very sorry for you. I'll try to make sure they don't play you. So I don't have to root against you. Okay. 
It's funny because, you know, I'm trying to get into the Premier League more. And so I actually had to go to the Championship League in my FIFA 21 game that I have Mm -hmm. for the Switch because that's where Nottingham was at the time. They hadn't been promoted yet. And I'll tell you, uh, on the Switch uh, is not necessarily the experience that you might have gotten from the trailer. I will say some people are saying there's a a bit of an uncanny valley to uh, Ted Lasso. I thought that they kind of addressed that nice uh, with him walking onto the field in the trailer. I thought that that was really glitching out. Yeah, that was that was very clever i thought <laughs> it was just it was just awesome and i i can't wait for this game uh brett goldstein another one of those that came along with the press release yeah, he, they had to about... bleep out every expletive along the way but he's basically saying that this is just really exciting and so pumped for this to happen yeah can we talk about like the like casual putting in of like Trent Krim and Roy Kent in the middle of these real managers and footballers i thought that was so funny yeah, it's so great. It's so great. Uh, and it's just like, honestly, this is, I mean, it seems silly. This is the first new footage I know. in like a year. So, We're so starved for content. We had to do I, a podcast on a one minute video game trailer. Oh, and it's so funny. And like uh, in the trailer, it's weird because the AFC Richmond logo is not on uh, Ted's sweater. So a bunch of people were picking up on that and they're like, what's going on? And so let the conspiracy theories fly. Due oh, to yeah. 23 oh. about Ted's like where not Ted with Lasso AFC is. Richmond anymore. Oh man, did Coach Beard go with him? Are they following Nate to West Ham? Oh my god. <laughs> so many conspiracies. <laughs> please, please, Jason, just bring us some episodes. Just Let's talk episode. just briefly about that uh before we close out because there was yeah. a, a lot of news that broke last week as well from Vulture. And this has been, you know. It, you have to confirm your sources here. I would suspect that Vulture did their due diligence and that they have found that there have been some production delays because Jason basically wants this to be perfect. And uh, he has been doing a lot of rewrites. We've speculated and asked ourselves quite frequently why it's been taking so long because they would have started sometime in February. It actually was reported, and I forgot about this. Honestly, they returned to the writing room in September for season three. So truly, this has been a year-long process at this point. So I I just want to talk about it for a second and get your response because we've had some people ask what our thoughts are on it. So open yeah. floor, man. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah. So, I mean, this is something like when we interviewed Jeremy Swift and he was talking about going back uh, for more shooting, we both kind of just had like this look on our face, like what? Like, how are you guys not like wrapped? I mean, unless it's like reshoots or something, but then of course this vulture story comes out and we learn that there's quite an extensive amount of rewriting that happened. And look, um, you know, as much as we all want this season um, and want it now, <laughs> the instant gratification that is the world. Um, look, if Jason needs more time to make it perfect, if there's anybody who's earned it, it's Jason. Um, he's crafted everything in here. He's crafted it with Brett, with Brandon, with Joe Kelly. Um, they've, you know, continued to write these things. And I think, look, there, there's an infinite number of examples of shows that like didn't know when to end or didn't know how to stick their their landing. Um, you know, there's far more of those who go out on a sour note than go out on a good note. 
Um, Jason has clearly created something. All of them have created something here that so many people attach themselves to and identify with that if they want to take that awesome responsibility and they need a little bit more time, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right. We've got video games. Now we can play. Um, you know, there are a lot of, you know, there was a couple of other stories that were really trying to kind of put like a negative spin on a lot of this. Um, talking about disgruntledness in the cast and stuff. There's no way I, I'm not buying most of that. I'm, I don't doubt that maybe there are some projects that people haven't gotten to do because you know they're still tied up in the shooting but that happens you know that happens and considering the fact that it's ted lasso they're not keeping him around for like 10 seasons like the friends cast had or something like that so you know i'm i'm perfectly fine waiting for them to get it perfect and i think you're right confirm your sources and stuff but there is a little bit of clickbaity ooh the drama with ted lasso stuff that was going on in some of those stories that were circulating i think yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I think from the fan community reaction, everyone was basically saying what you were saying, take as much time as needed. And I know that this is going to cost money for the studio, but Warners and Apple are going to make bank off of this show. They already are. I mean, it's a two time yeah. best original comedy series Emmy winner. And so like you take some time. That's totally fine with me. We can continue to do this podcast for as long as we need to because <laughs> we'll I'm really things, enjoying man. this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, of course, come on cast members and talk to <laughs> us because we have a lot of fun chatting with you. But I will say, I think that the fan community at, in at large was basically like, you know, Jason, take your time and get this right. And I imagine there is a load of pressure on that man that he has never felt before because we know how personally he takes this and we know how much he enjoys the fans. We see people post all day long when Jason Sudeikis goes on and likes a tweet. I don't think that that's his publicist. I mean, sure, his publicity team has his Twitter account, but I'm also thinking that, you know, if someone's just going on and liking random tweets, they're not necessarily going out and trying to like make a name for that right like i really think yeah. that that's him just kind of keeping in touch with that fan base because it does seem to mean so much to him so that's yeah. where i'm at with the vulture article i take your time jason uh and we will have good things to come yeah. uh, who knows that might be this year at the end of this year that might be early next year i think the vulture article was speculating maybe not until june like are they going to miss the emmy window for next year there's I no highly way doubt that there's that no be way the guys yeah there's um, no way of that and also don't don't ever forget, people, the more success something gets, the more people are going to want to hate on it just because it's got success. Um, it happens with everything. There's going to be the naysayers. Yes, I'm looking at you, uh, freaking deadline live tweeter of the Emmys who just continually crapped on every Emmy that Ted Lasso won for no reason whatsoever. Uh, you know, cite your sources a little bit, maybe. I, I don't mind people not liking the things I like, but I need some reasons. And, you know, just like saying, oh, you know, another one for Ted Lasso. Oh, there's better TV. Fine. Give me the argument. Don't give me a, like a little tweet that that's like trying to disparage something somebody else likes. You know, it's all the reason we started this whole network anyway, Craig. We we're tired of like negativism, negativism and, and criticism. So, um, you know, just be curious, not judgmental, guys. Be curious, not judgmental. And you know what? You said uh, that the fans need something. Well, the fans got something now because yeah. it's FIFA 23 and it's coming out next week on September 30th. And we're excited. Uh, I am going to go steal Jeremy's Xbox so I can play it. <laughs> and I will let you all know how it is. Maybe we should do like, we should buy it and then uh, play it on your Xbox. We can just like actually play together in the same room. I've, I've got a, I've got Game Pass so I can get it for free. I'm assuming uh, all the other FIFA games are on there. So, well, there you go. So I 
guess I will be coming over to Jeremy's house uh, in the near future to play some AFC Richmond. And can it be AFC Richmond versus AFC Richmond? We I can do that. Yeah, right. I mean, like, what? Who am I going to pick? That's going to be and the Ted Lasso story mode. You've got to do the story mode, buddy. I, I just need oh. to go buy. If anybody has a PS4 for sale or something <laughs> uh, that is actually available and also not extremely expensive, uh, yeah. hit me in those DMs and let me know, and we'll <laughs> see what ends up happening. Uh, we'll see what happens from there. But this has been a lot of fun to just do. Jump on and do a quick update with you, buddy. Um, just a quick bit of promotion on our other shows. We have been doing. Doing gangbusters over at the Front Row Network. So I know, Jeremy, you've got an interview that you're going to be doing tomorrow, and uh, it's in conjunction with Lionsgate, and you're going to be releasing some interviews maybe in the next week or so uh, with that, but you also have some other shows that you're recording right now. Yeah, so uh, just open uh, thing here to anybody who is uh, listening along to the She-Hulk and the House of the Dragon uh, after shows. Um, I am currently on site at a gigantic conference for my day job, and I have been unable to record those episodes, but we are going to record like a mega session tonight um, to get all of us caught up on those two shows. So that's the Row Knows Nothing for House of the Dragon recaps, and of course, MCU HQ for our She-Hulk recaps. Um, And yeah, we've got some amazing interviews coming up. I'm going to be releasing an interview uh, tomorrow with the director of the new uh, film Meet Cute, uh, Alex Lehman. he uh, that one is releasing on Hulu stars Kaylee Cuoco and uh, Pete Davidson and I don't know how to like say this without giving it away but it's a sci-fi romantic comedy slash drama um, and I, but it takes place in very modest circumstances I don't I don't want to give away the big twist that you get in like the first 15 minutes of the movie but it's very good uh, it's a really great uh, twist on romantic comedies and uh, surprisingly I really like Pete Davidson in it so you know somebody give me uh, all of that and and all the crap there um but yeah we're also going to be doing uh some interviews for um the next season of c um and i believe it's the uh, last season of c uh on apple tv um so we're going to uh bring some of that to you um and yeah then there is a new uh film releasing a new horror film releasing um and of course workshop yeah, The Devil's Workshop, starring uh, Emil Hirsch uh, and some other people. And we're going to be talking to him and the cast, uh, so another castmate of that one. Um, and that one's going to be coming out real soon. And of course, it's coming up, man. Monster Cast, it's coming up. October is coming. Just part of all of the festivities we have going there. Uh, but you have shows too, right? Oh, my gosh. It's been just busy week, right? So uh, I have... I have a lot uh, that I've been releasing. Disney invited us to a press event for Strange World, which will be their next animated feature coming out on on November 23rd. So you can check that out now on the Beyond the Mouse feed or on the Front Row Network feed. I released that actually today, so you can go and check that out. And then on Friday, we do have a conversation with another, a newly minted Disney legend. And if I could say, she is wickedly talented. We are talking to Miss Idina Menzel. So it will be a short conversation, but fun nonetheless. And I got to tell you, Jeremy, she sang to us. She sang to us on the Zoom call. She serenaded you with her instrument. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Uh, I am, if you're watching the video version of this, literally I'm losing daylight here as we're you recording. Are, yeah, so Gandalf's I'm, climbing down the hill for you right now, man. <laughs> I am becoming uh, part of the dark here. And so we are so excited for FIFA. We're so excited for anything Lasso. So thank you for continuing to follow along and invite your friends over to Peanut Butter and Biscuits, the Facebook page. Also follow us on PBBFRN. But beyond that, for Peanut Butter and Biscuits, I am Craig. I'm Jeremy. And as always... Be a goldfish. Be a goldfish. <laughs> like virtual Sam Obisanya himself. That's Be right. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Front Row Network, a proud Community Voices member of National Public Radio Illinois. For more from the Front Row Network, including our articles or our other dozens of shows, visit thefrontrownetwork.com or nprillinois.org slash programs slash network. You can also find us on social media by searching for the Front Row Network on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and on Twitter at Front Row Reviews with a Z.